0: to the MagPod and the conclusion for the time being i feel because i think we might have some more Susie adventures to come of Susie goes solo so after all your travels to the various places that you've been to how are you feeling about things now is my broken heart mended is your broken heart, i sounded a bit like a psychiatrist and i didn't mean to <laughs> lay on this bench how are you feeling how are you feeling yeah. shut your eyes do you know what it's <laughs> i
1: think it was it was one of those experiences that all of these amazing adventures came out of this really painful and sad experience, and I thought that in doing these trips, it, it was about a distraction in, in some ways. It was it was seeing a bit of the world, having something to look forward to and focus on. And while I I'm, I'm building myself back up, but as cheesy as it sounds, and it, it does sound incredibly cringy, but I learned more about myself in these six months and these trips than I think I've learned in the last 10 years as, as an adult woman there is something about traveling alone and being in that vulnerable situation when you're already feeling quite vulnerable that it would bring up such a mixed bag it was a roller coaster not just from an experience but also of emotions and there were so many times on the trips i think the, the worst moment was when i was in in stockholm we went to a restaurant a friend of mine was in the city and he had some friends so we all met up and we were all going out to this restaurant in the evening and so it was me and five guys all former models really gorgeous lads in their late 20s i felt very lucky and we planned to go to this one restaurant and last minute i said oh no a friend of a friend's just opened this other restaurant um we're going to go there it's you know they've booked us a table so we get to this restaurant and I'm sat in a seat and the restaurant has got the same name as my ex-boyfriend oh. and I'm sat in a seat and I'm looking directly at this window that looks out and there's this neon sign of his name and then inside the restaurant next to the window is this big frame picture of this girl in a white t-shirt that says I fucked up so I'm looking at I fucked up and my ex's name the entire evening that the irony was not lost on me I found it hilariously funny and it was one of the few moments where I saw something I took a picture and, and I, I sent it to him and I, I said e- even you have to appreciate that of all the names and all the, this is what I'm looking at at the moment in Stockholm and he thought it was hilariously funny too but throughout it there were times where I didn't think of him and there were a lot of times where I just wanted to send him a picture and share that moment with him and I think towards the end especially the last trip Copenhagen as much as I loved doing everything on my own I was definitely at that point where I was beginning to think I would like to do this with someone I'm ready to do this with someone and share it with and there were so many moments where I thought you know when I do another trip I'd like to share it with someone again, which definitely made me feel like I'd I'd healed to a certain mm. degree.
0: So do you think that's the end of the solo trips?
1: Oh, definitely not. Definitely not.
0: I, I have such a big list. I really do. And do you think you might travel further afield than just Europe?
1: Definitely. I think once you've done a, a few, and, and having done the Italian one because it was so much longer... I think obviously in Europe, because so many people speak English. And I think I would always stay in hostels because you really, as I said, you, you band together as women, all the women that I met, and I, I made some fantastic friends on the trips. You know, you you meet other people in a similar situation that are travelling. The, the great thing about the hostels is if you want company, company is always there. Or if you want to do your own thing, you do your own thing. Mm. But I think what surprised me the most about doing the trips is how much I learn about myself as well and and looking back I think when I started this I was you know he's broken my heart and I need to put myself back together I think it really taught me how much I played a role in that breakup and I think traveling alone there were so many situations where I thought I would look back and think he was being you know what a selfish man but actually he was travelling alone and it, it's it's a different experience mm. and you do have to be sometimes not necessarily selfish but when you're travelling alone you have to have your head switched on all the time and be thinking I've got to get here and I've got to do this and and so when he landed somewhere and he didn't call
0: you you would get ex- upset about I that I would get it and
1: I'm having them been in that experience I was like you were a pain in the ass Susie you know and I think it it really gave me a renewed respect for him and what he does for a career and there were times where I I felt really guilty that I I think I would have liked to you know have sat down and said to him you know I I know your your life wasn't easy either and I think it made me look back and look at the breakup very differently and look at him as a person very differently and also kind of look at, at myself and I think it's it's changed the way I'll approach things in the future. And I feel a sense of confidence I haven't felt in years. It's almost made me appreciate more what I already have as well. I think when you see other cultures and you see the way things work, I think coming back and having a family and a job and a home and, and, and what I have in the UK and our health service and as much as it can be very expensive, especially living somewhere in London, I'm so grateful for what I have and it's made me realize that I don't need as much to be happy Mm. and so many of the cultures and the countries taught me different things like in Italy they do not rush you do not and when you have a meal in the evening you know I eat for for sustenance and fuel you know in Italy they they eat for a social occasion Mm. and I find myself now when I go out for dinner with friends I'm not sat there eating and you know it becomes that that communal thing and And, you know, in the Scandinavian countries, that, that element of, of... Hooga. 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 I got, you know, I call it huggy. I'm like, hoogie. And they're like, no, it's hooga. I'm like, no, it sounds better. Hoogie. But, um, but little things like that, you know, it's appreciating those little moments in Mm. Stockholm, fika, that, you know, the ritual of... Love a bit of fika. You know, and I love my coffee, but... Mm. Taking that moment to just sit there with a coffee and have 15 minutes to yourself and appreciate Mm -hmm. that little moment that's yours that had never occurred to me before, that I do find myself now appreciating really simplistic little things and just looking at the world differently i, I love the isle of Wight, as i said you know I, I grew up with such a naivety because i grew up in this very small community that was very safe and i'd never realized until moving to london what the the real real world as i call it is like because we didn't have that down here we didn't have the element of crime
0: or, or but also um, just the element that everybody knows each other completely and you, you can live next door to somebody in london you know for 10 years and never know do, them we, never see them You I know, literally
1: get out my door in the morning and go to, and i haven't made eye contact with anyone until i get to work and i thought from living in london for the last three years that i'd learned a lot and i'd grown up i think seeing so much of europe in the last six months on top is just made me realize that there is so much i don't know and i haven't seen yet and it's almost kind of flicked that switch now like you said i'd, I'd love to go further afield i really want to go to osaka in japan mainly because of one of the Netflix cooking shows. There's this little old man that makes fish that every time I watch this show, I cry. I need to hug him. I don't feel like I will ever sleep well until I've hugged this
0: little man. You do know he may not be real. He He
1: better not be um, an actor, but I I have to go to Osaka and find this man's little fish shop and hug him for my own kind of personal growth. And, you know, there is so much that I want to see, but I no longer feel like I need a partner or someone to, like... I can do this on
0: my own. But it would be nice to do it with somebody else as well. It would be lovely.
1: And uh, I think, you know, I I turned 37 last week and it's being back home on the Isle of Wight at the moment, you know, I keep bumping into people and the first thing they ask me is, oh, you know, are you married? Are you with someone? No, I'm I'm not. And they look at you as to say, you can almost hear the clock ticking in their heads. It's like, you know, I don't feel it enough. But if I don't meet someone and get married and have the family, which everyone's expecting... I would love that. But if it doesn't happen for the first time in a long time, I'm okay with that. You know, I will travel and continue and, and I will have a wonderful life. And, you know, I'm not thinking about what I don't have. I'm grateful for what I, I've already got, you know. And, and I may not have the love of a partner right now, but I have the love of my family. I have some amazing friends and I've made amazing friends on these trips. And for the first time, I think in a I, long time, I love myself. You know, I, I've I really bonded and grown with myself during these trips and supported myself and you know the amount of little conversations I've had in my head where I'm you've got this girl and I feel so attuned to who I am and what I want and I've never felt more uncertain about what I'm going to do next but where I'm going I know I'm going to be okay Mm -hmm. because I don't think I've ever felt so certain about myself and this whole experience has has really taught me that
0: Thank you so much. We've yeah, so enjoyed travelling with you and all your mad adventures. Well, I'm certainly going off to um, book some Ryanair <laughs> Ryanair, Ryanair Air, hostels, partners of wine. Do you know what?
1: The, the last flight I took with them was returning from Copenhagen and it was the day of Storm Tiara. Every other flight in that airport was cancelled we were there for eight hours waiting and we flew in that we flew we flew they they flew do you know what they the the little because we definitely weren't on time but we landed in one piece my life flashed before my eyes (laughs) and i definitely do need to see more sausage and more country (laughs) because there wasn't a lot of either but They flew. They flew and they got me home safely. I was so traumatised by that flight. Not only from the flight, but the fact when I got to London, I couldn't get from Luton to central London. I ended up staying in in a
0: hostel in London Bridge. Ironically.
1: Ironically. (laughs) And um I couldn't get back to the Isle of Wight for kind of another twelve hours. I think it took me 48 hours to get back when it should have only taken me three. And I was due to land and go on a first date. (laughs) Um, So really getting myself back out there. But I think it was maybe kind of kismet and nature saying, you know, maybe you're not quite that ready yet. Um, And the first date? Lovely chap, but... He's not the ex. No. <laughs> he's, he's, he's still set the bar pretty high. And um, mm. I think kind of six months to get home. I think I'm definitely, I'm over the breakup. It was a horrible breakup. But I think it's it's
0: going to take quite a few more trips to get over a guy like that. Mm. He's um, he's one of a kind. Well, we look forward to hearing about them in the uh, hopefully not too distant yes. future.
1: next on the map, Seville. Seville's the one I really want to go to. Seville. Seville.
0: We look forward to it. Thanks for talking to us.